Welcome to Sage Talks. I'm Dr. Michelle Stanton. Hey, everyone. So thanks for joining us for episode two of our podcast. Um, We had way more listeners than I had anticipated or dreamed of for our first episode. So that's awesome. Thanks for joining us again. Today we have with us Nast Whitson, um, hailing from New Jersey. Yeah. So Nast is <laughs> Nast is wife to David, fur mom to their cat Bella Ninja, which is adorable. <laughs> um, she is business owner of CrossFit Soar, Happy Go Run, and BirthFit New Jersey, and she's also a doula. How long have you been a doula for? Uh, I've been a doula for almost two years actually going on two years soon. (laughs) Very good. And Nast is a pretty accomplished athlete. She was a D1 athlete at UMass and Amherst. Those are two different places, right? Or Um, do I not know my colleges at all? (laughs) There's different UMasses, but yeah, (laughs) University of Massachusetts at Amherst. You did it. Okay. Very good. Okay. (laughs) In the, uh, in the heptathlon. So very good for you. That's awesome. Um, she was on the Greater Boston Olympic Development Team, which maybe not today, but I'd love to hear more about that. That sounds super interesting. Um, head coach uh, for the track and field team at Morris Hills High School, New Jersey State official, and a ballerina or ballet dancer, however you want to call it, for 13 years. She says ballet was a huge part of her formative years and athletic career and had a wonderful or and it was a wonderful way to embrace art and dance, which I can't agree more. I was a dancer <laughs> as well. Um, and I just think if more people took a few classes in dance, we all would know to, how to use our body more efficiently. Yes. You know? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> like know where your body is in space. How important is that? Um, so Nest, it's really great talking to you. I haven't talked to you in like probably a couple years, which is crazy. Yeah. Because – you are such um, a warm soul. Mm. I feel like I've known you. I know people say this, but I feel like I know you so well and we've been friends. And then I was thinking about it and literally we met one time in person at that BirthFit um, Summit. I know. In what was that? <laughs> 2018? Oh my That's gosh. Crazy. I just, it is crazy. It feels like I know you so much better and I probably <laughs> should know you better. So maybe, maybe after this, we'll hang out yeah. more. Um, I'll come out to New Jersey. We'll hang. Oh, thanks for having me. This is cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to talk to you today. Um, I know we have a lot of people just in our practice and just in our life. You know, we go to the CrossFit gym here, my husband and I, and we, we run into people that all the time, and I'm sure you do too, that mm-hmm. they want to, they want to you know, start some sort of athletic event. They want to start running. They want to start CrossFit. They want to start whatever, you know, lifting weights at the YMCA. And they just don't know how to start. And maybe it's intimidating to them or it's just too big of a task to undertake. So, you know, in your coaching career and just in your athletic career in general, I'm sure you've come across people with this same kind of block. Yeah. For sure. Do you, do you have any insight into like, you know, successful things you've helped people with or ways you've helped people in that, in that realm? Or what is some advice you give people when you run into people that are wanting to better themselves in whatever way? And we'll just talk right now about, you know, the fitness category. 
Um, but yeah. just maybe are too intimidated or too overwhelmed to get started? Um, that is an awesome question because, you know, there's just so many people looking, looking for that connection, looking for fitness, looking for ways to better themselves. Um, but yeah, uh, first again, thanks for having me on here and just talking oh, yeah, about no. this. Um, I feel like this is really important because, you know, it, it's just nice to offer something where people can come together, where they can be better. Um, and you said it, I mean, when you go anywhere new, it's, it's so scary. It's almost like, you know, yeah. someone comes to our door and they walk in trying to get information and honestly, they look bewildered. <laughs> like, you mean at I, your, at your gym? At my gym. Yeah. At oh, yeah. Store, for example. And you know, you know, it, it like it had to take so much courage for them to, you know, get off their couch, get in their car, drive all the way to the gym and just open the door and walk in. Like, I, I actually sure. think about that a lot. Like, you know, it's like their first step into making a decision to better themselves. Um, you know, I, I work with moms, I'm a doula and, um, and it's just, you know, and you know, like moms are constantly giving to others, like every oh, yeah. day, every minute of the day. And so encouraging them to take an hour just for themselves, you know, whether that means self-care or whether that means just coming to the gym, um, that's really hard. So when they actually make it, we celebrate that. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the first thing I usually say, um, I usually lead with kindness. I usually say, Hey, I know how you're feeling because I felt the same way. And I share my experience. I tell them my story and how I came into the gym. Now, my story is a little bit different because, um, you know, my husband and I own a gym. But when we first started, I, I wasn't acting like an owner. Basically, my husband and our partner, Steve, they own the gym. And um, I didn't go there. Uh, I am so embarrassed to say this, but I actually had a membership to another gym. <laughs> You weren't a member of your own gym? No. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> I mean, I paid so like, like 10 bucks to go to like a local gym because that's what I was used to. I didn't know. Yeah. I know, right? It's so funny. I, I laughed too. I, I cried why, about it. Why not? <laughs> I was scared. Of your, of your CrossFit gym, right? Yeah. You weren't a member of your CrossFit gym. No, okay. I didn't really, you know, we're celebrating 10 years this year. So um, I feel like nice. we're... Yeah, I feel like we're OGs. Um, and so we came into CrossFit at a time when it wasn't very popular. Um, we had friends that made fun of us, people that said it would never amount to anything, it would never grow, um, people that said it was way too crazy and intense. And, you know, for a while, I'm sad to say that I believe that. Um, and granted, mm -hmm. you know, anywhere you go, you have your good coaches, not good coaches. Um, I happen to have a husband who's a really great coach and um, and just – not only is he smart and wise, but like he just, he's really well connected with people. And that's like such a huge part of it. So I went and wanted to do my own routine at like a $10 gym, but I was so bored. And then I didn't find that connection, but the connection part is what actually scared me. So when I came to my own gym that really my husband and his partner were running, mm -hmm. um, I was, I was actually greeted by two women. Um, their names are Wendy and Amy and they were the nicest women. And I'm so thankful mm -hmm. for someone like that because um, they just asked me how I was doing. They didn't ask me like, 
what my running time was, like the mile or like how much I lifted that. I don't even know if they've ever asked me that. They were basically like, Hey, so how are you? You know, (laughs) what, what do you do? (laughs) What are some of your goals? Um, and at the time my goal was literally to do a push up. Um, I, since I was a runner, I did very little upper body and which is a misconception. Mm-hmm. Every runner needs to do upper body, right? But right. I did mostly lower body. And so my legs were pretty strong. But um, I saw these women doing pull-ups and push-ups and I couldn't I couldn't do one, let alone like squat two parallel. Like I couldn't. And I right. always thought I had this like giant ego and like, well, you know, I was a D1 athlete, so I know I'm strong. But um, <laughs> Oh, I bet. I bet that's hard to yeah. like walk away from that thinking – how invincible you must be. And then you get here and you say, well, I can't do, you know, everybody does a put, you know, you probably think everybody's a push up. We do these in elementary school yeah. and then you get down and you try and do one and they're not that easy. No. And I wasn't <laughs> the only one though. Like I, I showed up when a few other people had shown up and, um, and we were all in the same boat. And I just remember it, it. I, the first thing I remember is that someone was really kind to me. And so like, I walked into my own gym so scared. And, um, and so, you know, I can really relate to people when they come in and I share my story and say, Hey guys, I get it. I was one of those people in, in my own gym. So we've worked really hard with our coaching staff to make sure that, um, you know, first impression is everything. When someone walks in, we drop what we're doing and we say, hello, hi, what is your name? And, and we just get to know that person. And I just feel like that connection is really how our gym has grown over the last 10 years. It's That's awesome. That is huge about, I think, I'm sure other gyms do this too, but yeah. being a CrossFit athlete, CrossFit is huge in the community, Yeah, like in, in creating community. And I just think that's one of the reasons it's so successful because you're not getting there and putting your headphones in and jumping on a machine and not making <laughs> eye contact with anybody. You know, you're throwing weights down and, and cheering for people and, you know, helping people carry weights over to their bar or, you know, get their setup put together. And I just, it's so unique Mm -hmm. to me. Agreed. And I think that's so important. And, you know, we talk to people, I, you know, I love CrossFit. So I tell everyone, (laughs) oh my gosh, you should come to our gym. It's the best. Like, and you know, people only know what they've seen on TV or, or, you know, maybe they have walked into a gym one time and heard all these weights banging on the ground and loud music and yeah. grunts and, you know, <laughs> spit and, and it's just, it can be intimidating. And I'm sure I, I'm sure I was intimidated the first time I went there too, but, and once you get past that, you find the kindest, most generous people, oh, you know, yeah. that just want you to be better. That's exactly it's it. awesome. And it's just like, it's a group of like-minded people that are making themselves better. I mean, you have your, your competitors, you have, um, you know, a small portion of our gym does take competition to the next level or they really sure. want to, but like for the most part, you want people that or people are coming in the door that just want to lose like 10 pounds or they want to go hiking without com- being completely out of breath, or they want to be able to pick up their children mm-hmm. with, without pulling their back. Um, sometimes people come in with serious health issues. Like their doctor was basically like, Hey, listen, you need to go exercise and lose weight, lower your cholesterol or, or else like there's some really scary health ramifications. Um, and so when you have that, like people are coming in with these real heavy issues and 
it's, I get to be a part of that. Like I get to get into that, that low place, that dark space, um, their vulnerability, and I get to help Mm -hmm. them and encourage them and basically hold their hand and walk out of that with them. Like there is nothing better. Like, I, I just think that what a privilege, like that's the coolest thing, um, that they let me into that, that space. And so I'm, I'll be darned if I don't make that the best hour of their day. I mean, granted they're paying for it. It's, it's not, it's not cheap. You know, it, there is, um, value in that, but like, but what, what, like I said, what a privilege, like that is the craziest thing that, that we get to do as, as trainers, coaches, and gym owners. Um, and it's, it's not always easy, you know, like seeing that side of people and, and like, you know, sometimes they hate you. Like sometimes they'll literally say in the middle of a workout, like, I hate you, Nast. <laughs> and I laugh like I am right now. And they're like, they hate me even more. <laughs> and I'm like, but they are so pumped at the end totally. of that you were there with them. Uh, totally. Yep. I mean, and they're always like, That's- you know, they, they're usually super grateful and, and they say thank you. Um, but it's just so funny. Like they, they're paying me to, to torture them sometimes <laughs> in a in good the, way, in a, a good great torture. way. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, uh, that, you know, we're already taking this in a different direction than I thought we would, but I want you to touch a little bit, if you don't mind on the infinite scalability of CrossFit, because I think again, one of the biggest deterrents from, and I don't want this to turn into a, everyone should, you know, join a CrossFit gym, although I think they should, but <laughs> a good, a good CrossFit yes. gym. But, you know, what is it about CrossFit that so many people think, well, I, I can't lift those weights. I can't do a pull-up. I shouldn't go to CrossFit. And it is literally the exact opposite. That's the whole point of CrossFit is it's infinitely scalable. That's one of the, you know, the basic premises it was founded on. So can you talk a little bit about that point? Sure. Um, Well, I think if we relate it to the times and what's happening right now, I think that's probably one of the best ways that I can think to answer that question. Because um, if we just take a look at what CrossFit is, it's just a series of you know, functional movements, right? So functional meaning we can apply them to everyday life. Um, You're going to see these movements in everyday life. So like a deadlift, a squat, um, you know, when you sit in a chair, when you stand up from a chair, when you pick up um, a heavy object or a child, it's like, you know, we train for life is essentially what we're doing. So um, yes, we add load and barbells and dumbbells and these really cool movements and Olympic lifts, but at the end of the day, they're functional movements. And so I also think like with all, with, you know, everything that's happening in our world around us right now with, you know, COVID and and virus and all this stuff, we're having to work out from home. And I just love that we've been training odd objects for quite some time now. And that's, you know, like CrossFit isn't just like, just Olympic lifts and barbells, even though I'm not knocking that at all. In fact, I I love Olympic lifting now. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a time that I didn't, Mm -hmm. but it is, you know, tire flips and carrying sandbags and, um, and farmers carries and sled pushes, you know, for us, that's been a part of it. So it's been cool making workouts from home and, you know, it looks so silly. Like I made a video the other day and I was holding a backpack and I just shoved all of this dirty laundry in there. And, you know, I was like (laughs) holding a backpack and squatting with it. 
And then I found like a jug of water and I was walking around the house with it. <laughs> Where like my husband has his phone like videotaping me. Um, this morning, you know, just oh. are you like jumping, like doing box jump overs with a big brick of toilet paper? Pretty much. I mean, like whatever I can find. <laughs> the only person that's kind of freaked out about it is my cat, to be honest with you. Um, Bella Ninja, <laughs> just like I think she's a, first of all, she's annoyed that we're home because this is her domain and the princess she thinks she's the queen but i'm the queen the princess is like listen guys you're making too much noise it's my nap time again um so so it's really funny um she's the only one that hates it but otherwise like just sharing these workouts with my neighbors and then like having everyone hop on um that's crossfit it's community it's functional movements it's finding whatever you can you know, doing push-ups on your couch, do like against your couch, doing push-ups in, you know, whatever, like, it's just, it's been super cool. Um, for people that think it's, yeah. it's beyond them, they probably think that and rightfully so, because they've been watching, you know, shows like the CrossFit games and I love the CrossFit games. My mom thinks it's crazy. She's oh, like, I can't yeah. watch this stuff. Um, <laughs> but she supports us in a huge way and, and she knows that we love it. And what's interesting is a couple times she'll, you know, we'll do some workouts together and I'm like, Hey mom, do you know that we do that in CrossFit, what you're just doing? And she's like, Oh, <laughs> Oh really? Well, I just thought that people like me couldn't gotcha. be in it. Yeah. And I'm like, no mom, our, you know, yeah. our, one of our oldest clients is, um, just shy of 70 years old and our youngest is five. So it's really, like you said, it's scalable. It's for anyone. Of course, you know, we have a huge, mm -hmm. um, support and contingent of moms. Um, you know, and I think the majority of our gym is actually made up of moms, which is so cool because moms are some of the biggest consumers, but also like they're taking care of themselves and they also bring in their whole families. Moms are like really huge influencers. And so we love that we have families in our gym. Like that is something we've always dreamed of. And that's something that we, we cherish. And so, um, you know, they're, and they're kicking my butt. Like, you know, we say moms and we're like, oh, well, you know, since they had kids, they might not be strong. It's like, no way. It's actually the complete opposite. Um, you know, I picture like one of my friends, she's super strong and she can like, she can just lift a lot, but I'm like, well, she's constantly lifting her two girls like all the time. <laughs> so that has to be it. Yeah. In weird <laughs> yes, ways. Exactly. I'm sure. And she's taken all of my courses and everything. So she's doing it properly. She's doing it safely, but it's just so cool to see her succeeding. And now she's like in the best shape ever. Like she actually came to her gym, super overweight and was so hard on herself. And, um, and now she's like an example for, not just moms, but all women in our gym. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. Well, and her kids, you know, you see kids that come with their parents to the gym yeah. and, um, they're, they've got their little foam <laughs> barbells and they're doing snatches <laughs> and throwing it down and like high, I like yeah. high-fiving all the athletes in the gym and they're just so pumped to be a part of it. And I think that's the best example you can set up for your kids. You know, don't, don't, you know, if you can, you know, bring your kids with you to the gym, don't yeah. shove them off in some corner <laughs> with a screen. And I mean, if you have to do that, do, you know, keep your kids safe by all means, but you know, let your kids see what you're doing and what you value Absolutely. and they're going to value that same thing. And I think that's so incredible for the whole family, family workouts unit. are something that we didn't predict would be a big thing. 
Um, but now those are huge. And it's, it's partly because everyone needs to work out. You know, kids are sitting a lot. Like I used to work at a school for um, nine years. So I would work in the school during the day. And then in the afternoons, I would coach um, students. And we were seeing all of these really strange symptoms from kids, like weird pelvic issues and, and like femur and like all, all sorts of things. And part of it was because they were just sitting so much during the day with very little time walking around. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, this could go on to a whole mm -hmm. nother, like the sitting disease and all that stuff, but it's true. And it, sure. it was just, it's been crazy. Like seeing 14 year olds, like with these strange issues, um, from just sitting and being sedentary like that, that's a problem. And so we had to come up with like a oh, longer yeah. warm up and protocols to help them. But, you know, if we teach these, um, really good habits to kids now, like how much better and how much healthier are they going to be? And it, it does, it, it starts with you. Like you don't always go to a gym thinking that you usually go, like I said, like maybe you just want to lose 10 pounds, but then you realize the effects on like the ripple effects on your family and then your confidence. And then you decide to go for a job and then you're like more successful. And then you influence other people to do that as well. So there, there's just so much more to it when someone walks through the door and joins your gym, um, and, and does fitness, you know what I mean? Much more for you than, than just that. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's amazing. I'm glad you talked about it. Like outside of the gym, what kind of confidence it can give you in the rest of your life. Cause that's so true. Once you feel good about yourself, it just is, you know, it's a trickle effect. And then you have that effect on other people. You know, if you feel good, then you want others to feel good. So then maybe you're the person in the gym that goes and talks to the new, you know, the new girl or yeah, the well, that, that's wife. exactly it. Like, <laughs> and welcome I just kept saying, time. my husband sometimes <laughs> says, um, like happy people are productive people and you know, happy doesn't necessarily mean like you're, oh, you always have a smile on your face and that you don't face hardships, but yeah, like you're constantly influencing other people. So if someone like, you know, sees you and they're like, oh man, like, you know, Michelle, she's just, she looks so happy. Like she just seems so confident in her own skin. Like I want that. How do I get that? Okay. So I want to go to her gym. Like I want what she has. And it's not like we're hoarding it. We're actually we're trying to share it like all the time. Um, I know you're trying to share it. We're doing this podcast, you know, like I love how positive you are. Yeah. And, and like, even though we haven't met that many times, like I, I've seen that in you. And so it's just cool because you're influencing people around you all the time, whether you, you think you are or you're not. Um, and so going to the gym is just, it's just one of those ways, but yeah, it does. It like, it has so many positive effects, like so much, so much more than I, I ever imagined, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's true. I do. Too. <laughs> oh, I wish everyone would just yeah. come work out with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what do you think, I guess, so right now, like you said, we, we're at a crazy time with everyone, you know, self-quarantining yeah. and you know, trying to social distance as much as possible. And that, you know, that really throws a wrench into people's <clears throat> people that are working out or being active, you know, it can throw a wrench right. if we let it, but we also can flip, you know, flip the situation and say, how many of us use, you know, not enough time as an excuse and sometimes a valid excuse, or we're exhausted. You know, we work all day. 
We want to go home. We want to sit, you know, we want to spend time with our kids that we haven't seen all day long, or maybe, you know, you just want to have some family time. You want to eat a good dinner, whatever, read a book, you know, a lot of people rightfully so have a hard time getting to the gym or working out. And that, unfortunately, that doesn't make it any less important, you know? So right now, you know, a lot of us do have a lot of extra time. So what would be just if someone had a goal of let's, let's talk running because that, you know, you need zero equipment. You need a good pair (laughs) of shoes and the open mode. So you know, I know you do a lot of coaching with running. What's what was yeah, this called? Happy, happy go, go run. run. It's yeah, yeah. So is that? Are you getting people started out on running? Right. Tell me okay. more about that. I don't know Thanks. anything about that. Um, yeah. So I obviously have <laughs> been doing running for a really long time. I used to use running as a way to escape and a way to get away. Then it, you know, I became very competitive in it, and it it took on. It's been it's taken different forms depending on where I am in my life. And right now I do think it's just so wonderful to be outside um, for as long as we can. We may not have that privilege with, you know, different protocols that are being put into place. So um, on these sunny days, you know, just a lot of us are cooped up inside. It is nice to just go out for a run. Um, I do feel that anyone can run, you know, almost anyone can run and you can run pain-free. I really believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've coached everyone from high schoolers, middle schoolers uh, to adults in running. I've had people, I've helped people kind of like a a couch to 5k type of thing, just helping them, you know, if they've never ran before to now just consistently doing marathons. Um, and I love that transformation because there's so many people that are like, I'm not a runner. I can never run. I hate it. It's painful. And I'm like, I know you can do it. I really know you can. Um, it's just going (laughs) to take some time and, and forming a habit like anything. Right. Um, so during this time, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I decided to create, um, I, I, a program. I have beginner programs, intermediate, and then I work with some really amazing athletes as well. Just, um, I've taken people to nationals before and just, you know, other, and it's just been cool to see people come together and to help each other. And so one of the things that I'm doing is that I'm offering a free running program. Um, I haven't decided if it's going to be eight weeks or 12 weeks, but um, I've been posting every other day and that's on purpose. People are like, can you put this out every day? And I'm like, no, you need this thing called recovery. <laughs> you know, we want to run like all the miles yeah. <laughs> at once and then, um, and that's how people get injured. So it's coming out every other day and really it's just, um, a program it's intended for beginners slash intermediate. Um, so if you go to, uh, my Instagram and Facebook, happy go run, um, you'll find, these workouts on there for, for free. And so it's only been a a handful of days, but so far we've had a few people participate and, um, and people from all over, which is super cool. And like I said, you don't, you don't need a lot, or you said that you don't need a lot. You just need a good pair of running sneakers. Um, now the biggest question I get is, you know, like what kind of running sneakers? Um, you know, a lot of people, um, aren't sure whether they pronate their feet come in or if they supinate their feet go out. And so going to a quality running store, um, I go to Jack rabbit right here in New Jersey and, um, and 
they can put you on a treadmill and they can analyze your gait. So you're not guessing and just grabbing like any running sneaker. Um, you put it in the proper sneaker. But what I find is that most people don't actually know their sneaker size. So a lot of us, I, you know, I've been a size eight my whole life, but mm -hmm. I actually need an eight and a half women's running sneaker because your feet swell while you're running. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, if you don't get the proper running sneaker, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can develop all sorts of weird things. Shin splints is usually the first. And, um, you know, we don't want anything like a hammer toe or bunions or anything like that to develop. So we try to make it a good experience all around. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, so many people exactly will put on, you know, the yeah. shoes that they garden in or, or go true. to Sam's in Sam's club and you know, good. I mean, good for you for getting started. Hey, but you know, we don't want this to we want this to make your body better, <laughs> oh gosh, not to yes. injure you. So exactly like you, you don't need a lot of equipment, but you do need a little bit of equipment and you need the right equipment. So that's, yeah. I'm glad you touched on that. Um, that and just making sure you're getting your body taken care of in all ways, you know, you're making sure you're taking those recovery days. You are making sure you're getting your adjustments. You're, if you have access to a running coach that can evaluate your gait or, or, any uh, yeah, professional that knows how to evaluate a gate. Um, you know, that's important, but it's not necessarily, I, it's hard to say you wouldn't want someone to do it until you wouldn't want someone to go out running just because they don't right. have access to those things or what, so you know, what's your that's take on exactly that? It. If you don't, you know, people have been running forever, right. And they don't have the right equipment. If forever. anything, just go. I mean, that's how I figured things out. I literally, I just right. went. Um, one thing I will say is, you mm -hmm. know, I, I've had many running coaches and for, I think like 12 years in a row, I had a, almost a brand new coach every single year. So I didn't have the consistent coach or peep someone telling me like, you need this and this. Um, I learned from observing. I learned from other people. I learned that I should replace my sneakers every 300 to 500 miles. Um, that all those things took time, but it, you mm -hmm. know, just cause I didn't know, or I didn't have it doesn't mean I didn't go. So, yeah. So I guess you're right. Just be smart, you know, listen to your body. And if you can get out there with very little knowledge, then go, you'll figure it out as, as you go. Um, which is the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah. Because the more you, yeah, the more you use your body, I, and you know, we see this so much is the more people use their body, the more, the more they're in tune with it, the more they feel it. I mean, it's even, we see the same, it's the same, but different with adjustments. But once we start doing work on people's body in our office, they, then they start feeling what it feels like to feel good. And so when they don't feel good again, they know something's wrong. And I think it's the same thing when you're, you're going out running, you start to, I mean, there's not a lot to do except kind of feel your, feel your body look around. Well, I'll tell you right now out here in Texas, Kansas, <laughs> there's not a lot to look at. So you just kind of are there in your own head, you know, maybe listening to music, but the more you do it, the more you're going to feel, Hey, if I run on this road, it kind of grates over like, you know, kind of to the side down into the gutter. So and you start feeling that and you start noticing it. And so then you start realizing maybe I need to run, you know, on the sidewalk yeah. or, or, you know, on a flat surface instead of one that slants down off to the side and just little things like that. But I, I think you're right. It just seems like, you know, every, you never is a good Absolutely. time to start anything, you know? So just get out there. And if it's not perfect, 
just you, go, you know, you'll figure it out and yeah. it'll get better. And you'll, I, that's, <laughs> just, that's why, you know, my, one of my hash, or a couple run. of my hashtags are like, be happy, hashtag go run. Um, because we, mm-hmm. you know, there is yeah. science to it. There is efficient running versus inefficient running. You know, there is such a thing as overstriding and, right. and things that lead to plantar fasciitis and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it, it's just important to create a habit of moving, right? So whatever movement that you choose, I've chosen running and I, I love telling people about running because anyone can do it. Um, and it doesn't have to be that, but as long as you get out there and go do it, you'll start to run into maybe literally or figuratively run into people that will tell you like, Hey, where'd you get those running sneakers? Or, Hey, do you think I should wear these leggings or these leggings? Cause I have chafing or, or, Hey, is there a good trail around here? Like uh-huh. but if you don't go, you'll never know what those things will be. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so just, just getting into the habit of going right. and then, you know, the way you get into a habit is maybe put it on your schedule. I think one of the things right now, since we're all cooped up at home is that, um, you know, it was kind of nice for a handful of days where we just were like, oh, we don't really have much to do. But having a schedule of, okay, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday around 11 a.m., I'm going to go for a run. And maybe I'll hop on Happy Go Run. Maybe I'll follow another program. Excuse me. And I'll just just get out there. Even if you just do like a, one of my favorite workouts is, I call it the telephone pole run because it's so easy. Um, now some locations, you know, here we're by the city. So there's a telephone pole everywhere, but I was talking to a friend in Wisconsin and she's like, well, uh-huh. I have farms by me and like some telephone poles in some places. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it, yeah, pretty much. The cow, That's what I pictured. You know, maybe and she's the like, cows. listen, the cow is going the other way, not this way. It was so funny. <laughs> so I just tell people, you know, find a set of telephone poles, sprint between one and walk between the next, sprint the next and do that for like 20 telephone poles. If you don't have telephone poles, sprint for 10 seconds and walk for 10. You know, it's like make a game of it, have fun with it, bring your kids to do it. Um, you know, and set little goals for yourself just to get a little farther each day. That's the kind of stuff that I'd love to see more people do and, and putting it on their actual schedule to just get outside. Running just seems to be one of the best ways and the easiest ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a really good idea with that. I like that interval training, um, but using the yeah. visual cues, that <laughs> makes it a lot easier. Wow. Well, we, um, this, like I said, this really took a turn for, for the better, I think from what I had originally intended to talk about, but I think that's awesome because I think that's exactly what people need to hear. Not only right now, I mean, right now is a really good time, but if we can start creating those habits now, and then maybe they'll kind of bleed over when things start getting a little more normal, hopefully, you know, people will keep those habits. Can I just add something Um, real quick about like talking about movement, but just making sure that mentally we're keeping ourselves positive you know running has a tendency like you kind of introspect right like you think about life you think about yourself um and i just we're all home right now so just making sure that we're keeping the self-talk um positive which is it's gonna take a lot of energy but you know Mm -hmm. i think just talking ourselves up to go do those things sometimes that's harder than actually going to do it. So if it's scheduled, if it's on a calendar, we 
we hold ourselves accountable to it. You know what I mean? Or, or finding a friend, like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe we can't people right now, but have a friend that does it at the same time as you like that has, that has helped me a lot recently, especially since I've been really busy, but, um, you know, at three forty-five, I know I have a friend who's going to keep me accountable and say, Hey, where are you? Like, we're supposed to be on this, on this together. Like, are you there? <laughs> so, yeah. so just staying positive and, and finding people to yeah. surround yourself with to help you do that. I think that's where the community comes in too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And someone to lift you up maybe on the days that you're not feeling so hot, you know, and, and then same thing. I mean, who doesn't want to help someone else? You know, I think just being that for someone else too, can really do a lot for your, your self-esteem and your motivation to know that not only are you counting on this person, but yeah. counting on you too. And I think that's going to, you know, help with a lot of the motivation. Yeah. As I'm well. excited to see all, all the running. <laughs> and hopefully yeah get let's out do there. it i, I yeah, want to look out my window. i want to know yeah we <laughs> oh i will we live on a pretty busy street and so well busy for a garden city <laughs> but um i'll be looking out my window and watching everybody Sweet run man. past we'll see yeah please. i'll have to send you a video <laughs> um and i want to see cows too <laughs> <laughs> well i want to oh yes oh there's cows i'm sure we'll find them uh I want to kind of start wrapping up, but I wanted to kind of open it up to anything else. I know I had sent you just a few things to think about before we even started recording, but was there anything else you wanted to maybe share about? I know we didn't get to talk about like anything birth fit <laughs> or pregnancy, which I, we might just have to do that a, a whole different day. But um, is there anything else that you really just have a tugging on your heart you want to um, talk about? I guess just on? right now it's, it's encouragement. You know, if you're someone that is in a down, dark place and you're just having a hard time getting out there, reaching out to someone, going into a gym, going anywhere, just know that, first of all, you're not alone. And second of all, there is someone out there that wants, you know, we all have life. We all have different experiences. Um, You know, there's a lot of anxiety right now out in the world. There's a lot of fear. And so just finding one person to reach out to or someone that, that could use um, just, just a word from you, just something saying, hey, I'm thinking about you or, hey, like when was the last time you got out or, or do you need something? I think just sharing kindness is something that is really important for me. Um, I just think there's just so much negativity out there and there's so much self-hate and self like negative self-talk. Um, there's a lot from the media as well in comparison. So, um, you know, I know we could do a whole nother, um, another podcast <laughs> on that, maybe 10 podcasts, but, um, yeah, oh, gosh. we'll have a nasty series. <laughs> um, no, it's just, just being, just expressing kindness, you know, putting kindness out there, helping each other, um, you know, not feeding into the fear, but just, you know, staying encouraged, knowing that, you know, these obstacles have been put there to, to actually make us stronger, maybe physically, figuratively. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm reading this book right now called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And I kind of skimmed through it before um, and knew what it was about. And, you know, it was like, yeah, rah, rah. But now like going through these times, <laughs> uh, I'm like really taking it in right now and just saying, okay, I'm facing these 
obstacles. I'm facing some hardship, you know, and it's an opportunity. And the, th the first thing I did is I um, sent it to all of my coaches and I was like, hey, guys, let's read this together. If you can just get it on Audible, um, what, whatever you can, you can do is just like, let's let's read this together and let's let's get our mindset right. Um, and what's cool is that we're we're fired up now and just like and, and working on sharing it with other women, with other people, um, members of our gym, just to say we're we're in this together. We're not going to leave you alone. Like, let's do this. Um, so, so that's yeah. pretty much it. That's, that's awesome. what I've been sharing. Someone shared it with me and I just want to pass it on. Yeah, that's, I'm glad you did. I think, you know, as scary as this time can be, I really think just as like a society, we're going to come out of yeah. this so much stronger, you know, leaning on each other and helping each other. So many people have been nicer yes. in the grocery store than usual, you know, just, it's just amazing all around everybody, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff on Facebook and the media, but, but in between all those crazy posts, you see people saying, Hey, I made extra loaves of bread because I know the stores are sold out. Who needs me to bring them a loaf? You know, just things like that. Actually, that's our office manager. She wow. did that. And it's just incredible um, that people are taking their time not to, you know, wallow in self-pity and be scared about their health, which, you know, that there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, my dogs just came down. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're taking that the time that they have and the energy and they're trying to, you know, turn it for good. So I yeah. really think we're going to come out of this happier, stronger, a better, you know, better teammates love than that. we and were before. Uh, healthcare workers need face masks. So, I know people are coming up and yes. they're making them now. Like, how cool is that? And I was like, I don't know how to make a face mask, but I will Venmo you. I will get you supplies. Like, let me know. So just coming together. Yeah. I yeah, haven't heard of that. That's the latest awesome. thing. Um, we're that's just really trying cool. to help healthcare workers and nurses and doctors with that. Um, they're they're low, and that that should be like priority number one. So. I'm like, well, whatever I'm dealing with, it's not as crazy as what sure. they're dealing with. So um, I'm, I'm excited to, to share that stuff too and seeing how someone else needs yeah. something. So um, we can come together on that. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> amazing. It is. It's crazy. It's a crazy time, but it's a pretty amazing time. And, you know, maybe once we get through it, it'll be interesting to look back oh and gosh, see everything absolutely. that came from it. But Mass, I just, Same. I love talking to you. I, I have to talk to you more. Maybe we yeah. won't record all of our conversations, but I just am so happy that we got Thank to you. reconnect. Thanks for having me. Um, and if you wouldn't mind, can, yeah, thanks for, thanks for being here. I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. Like I said, we had way more listeners than I, I could have anticipated. I just like watched like them take up one at a time. I'm like, oh my, George, <laughs> seven people listened. George, nine people listen, <laughs> which I'm sure in like the podcast world is nothing. But for I'm me, so I'm like excited yeah, to listen awesome. to all of them. So um, keep rocking, girlfriend. This is great. <laughs> um, can you just, can you just um, real quick um, say how if someone wants to maybe, you know, find your program, just any way that if someone wants to contact you about sure. your program or your gym or whatever, what's the best way yeah, that they so can we find you? A few programs. We have our CrossFit gym called CrossFit Soar, S-O-A-R. Um, so CrossFitSoar.com. Right now we have free family workouts and yoga workouts. Um, or 
yoga flows, I guess you could say, that we've posted. And anyone can tune in. We're so excited about that. Um, we will be offering at-home workouts as well with just, you know, awesome music and just professional movement and staff and all that stuff. I'm really excited about that. And then um, for mm -hmm. running, Happy Go Run is my Instagram account and Facebook. Um, that's mainly where I post there. And then I also run BirthFit New Jersey. So uh, for anyone in the Northeast, the tri-state area um, that could use some help, you know, we're going to be offering um, virtual prenatal series, postpartum series, and fitness classes along with um, yoga and just some, some cool webinars. So um, birthfitnj.com, happygorun, and crossfitsore.com. Cool. That's awesome. I'm going to check out your running program. I would love Maybe that. I'll see you some videos. I have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is Thank true. You. All right, Nash, thanks so much again. We'll talk to you later. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay so positive. You're I incredible. You I love Thank you so much. You, and we'll talk, talk to you later. Bye. All right. Thanks, Nash. Thanks for listening. For more information, go to prairiesagehealth.com or find us on Instagram at prairie.sage.health or Facebook at Prairie Sage Functional Medicine and Kinesiology. If you found this podcast interesting or exciting, please share it with someone who you think would enjoy it as well. Thanks again.